Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back. Happy Monday. Lori and Julia show. My talk 107. What everything entertainment. A quick reminder that uh, Colleen Lindstrom is going to be hosting this event. It's the High V Pinky Swear Kids Triathlon. That'll be Saturday, August 3rd. That'll be over at Lake Nokomis. It's a non-timed, non-competitive race for kids of all abilities. Six all the way up to age 18. A Pinky Swear Foundation fundraising event. If you want to get more information and maybe sign yourself up, just head to our website at mytalk1071.com. Use the keywords Pinky Swear. Pinky Very swear. cool. Okay. Very, very, very cool. Okay. All right. Hello, All right. awkward Hello. silence. Yeah. Is there? I, I well, there was for a second there, because... Yeah. Oh, we uh, only let it go a second now? No, well, I remember thought we got three, three to six. Three seconds is all it takes for the awkward silence <laughs> to begin. Well, that was probably two. Yeah. yeah. It was at least two. Two yeah. long mm-hmm. seconds. Two? I was adjusting my Velcro. You were... <laughs> <laughs> and and I was stuck in my muffin top. We have we have things we have priorities going on in here. That's right. Um, okay, so I started watching again because I cruised through the first season like this. A flea bag. Uh-huh. Oh, so good. It with Phoebe Mary Waller Bryce is the actress in it, and she writes it. Yeah, she's also the writer. Is that Phoebe Waller Bridge? Yeah, but she's got Phoebe. Phoebe Mary, I just included her other name. So it's Phoebe Waller-Bridge. Yeah, you're right, Lauren. Yeah, yeah, because she just got some big directing gig. She, she's, um, she's very in demand. She is so clever and funny, but Olivia Coleman, who we're going to see in The Crown playing Queen Elizabeth, right? and we knew her from Broadchurch, she plays her godmother slash someone else in the show. They're so good on that show. And just the wit, What season is it on? Season two. I'm at season two. That's what they're yeah. in. There isn't a season three yet. Yeah. Well, so there, just, and there isn't going to be season three of Big Little Lies. Just so you know, HBO's president said there will not be Big Little Lies season three. I didn't think there was... We don't was, need one. Uh, we don't need no. one. I'm there's sad one small that it's going to be ending so quickly, though, because there's so much to wrap up. <sighs> How can you fix everything by next Sunday? I don't know. It's going to be bonkers. It's, it's gonna going be to be quick. bonkers. Maybe it'll be an extended time. Oh, maybe. It might be, mm-hmm. but Big Little Lies season two is just a full-on soap opera. Well, one hundred. It's just a full-on <laughs> soap opera because really the whole thing would have been unnecessary if they just said the you know said eh we we we, we pushed him because he was beating up his wife. 
Oh, giving it all away. I'm just saying. Giving all the lies That's season and the one. That's right. season one. I'm right. not spoiling anything from season two, but it is, it is, I, even though it is a full on soap opera, I still I love it. Love it. It's, it's, it's must see that night TV for me. Yes, I agree. Yeah. I want to see it. I want to see it. Yep. But, um, I mean, I'm glad to know that the Monterey Five are not coming back for thirds. Um, because I don't know where they could go with the story. I this I the agree. friendship right. Yeah. The five women are not going to re, remain friends. Right. You're right. You know, Something's they're gonna, not even they're they already have like friend subdivisions happening. <laughs> yes, <laughs> there's it's called true. friend tiers. Yeah, just like um, in the Real Housewives. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's, it's happening, but it's all got to come to fruition next Sunday night. I don't know what they're going to do. Are you, you said, you know, we hear people commenting they don't like it as much as the first season. It's not as, it's not as, I feel like because Mary Louise's character, which is Meryl Streep, takes mm-hmm. up such a big chunk of time. Oh, in not every, in last night's episode. No, sure. Not wasn't. in last night's, but usually she takes up so much time that we didn't get to spend a lot of time with the other characters. But this everything year. we're seeing is so depressing that's happening in all their lives. Horrible. It's, it's horrible. At least last year we had the patina and illusion and that people were happy. And I love the Now outfits. their lives are falling apart. That's true. All of them. All of Lori, them. Lori, it is so the truth. Yeah, so. It will. It's the truth. I'll Lies be, break you up inside. Yeah, but it, I'll be this. The glumness. It's okay. It's it's awful. It's compelling, and it's um, a bummer. All right. <laughs> but but tune in. Tune Wait in. Wait a minute. That now that right there. It's awful. It's glummy. Compelling. And compelling. Yeah. Let's reverse it. It's yeah. compelling, gloomy, and awful. Uh, real quickly, Phoebe yeah. Waller Bridge. Yeah. Is co-writing. The next James Bond movie. That's what I thought. I just read really? her name. Yeah, she's co-writing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's that's good. Get somebody in there that is got some fresh ideas. Yeah, broccoli family. Broccoli. Talking to you, Barbara. I love how much you like to call out the broccolis. <laughs> well, they own it. I know. They bought Ian Fleming. It makes me they laugh. They own him forever. Cubby bought it first, and then he gave his daughter Barbara doing her stuff. I know. When is the crown coming back? December. December. Uh, Mine Hunter is is uh, returning. What is that August. show? Uh, August. It's David Fincher. It's that doesn't Netflix. mean anything. David Fincher, Gone Girl, is one of his movies he directed. He's so, done all kinds of movies, but it is he's directing this Netflix series. It's executive produced by Charlize Theron. Oh, and um, it is it's. I don't know if you'd like it. I mean, Donnie and I loved it. I mean, I Casey, thought it was fascinating. We we binged it. We were yeah. like, we couldn't stop watching it. And it's about, I mean, how well, do you it's describe the, it? It's the beginning. The FBI. This one guy, the FBI. It's the uh, it's the beginning of profiling. of profiling, which didn't exist. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. It I didn't exist. And so they they're trying to figure out. They're getting serial killers and people who just do really awful things that are unimaginable people who hurt children and they're trying to figure out what is in their mind what is going on they're trying to study them so that they can see is there a way that is there a predictor is there right. so okay it's very uh so the second season will start with the end of the investigation um 
as the FBI is called in, and it w- it's about the Atlanta child murders, which were a series of killings between 1979 and 1981, and it was uh, black children, teenagers, yep. and adults. Right. And um, this guy in prison, and, and you know, this is a real life thing. Wait. He is believed to have killed 23 ah! of these guys, children, and everything. Mm-hmm. So. Anyway, so that's what it's going to be on. But it's really a great show. That's coming back in August. And this show, uh, it's been like, I don't know, a year and a half. It's been a long time. Hunters? Yeah. Oh, yes. Well over a year. Yeah, well yeah. over a year. Yeah. So anyway, so the, the second season, we'll see that the conversation about serial killers enters the public consciousness okay. at this point. Okay, got in it. In time, 79. And the, the music is spot on. Yeah. It's for the, time, for the time. I might have to tune into that. Well, the when first time, season I'm is on. I'm writing things down for yeah, the fall. The first season is on right now. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's been on Netflix, but it's very, very, very good. Okay. All right. So if you want to tune in to uh, see Nora O'Donnell take the helm of the CBS Evening News, that's happening tonight. It, oh, it tonight. does happen tonight. happens tonight. They're going to move uh, CBS News from New York City to Washington, D.C. That's a big thing that she got that moved. Yep. They're doing that. I mean, that's a big darn deal. Yeah, and it's raining BS from the sky every single day in Washington, D.C., so, I mean, we need people just covering the storm because we can't get used to what's happening there, so I think it's a good move on the part of CBS. Yeah, I do, too, to have more of the pulse. Yeah, have more of the pulse, and uh, speaking of pulses, now it's time to get our pulse on your random thoughts. You know, I saw this story the other day. Did you ever notice that? You know, sometimes I wonder what would happen if... And now... Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. Is it traffic, Denny? I didn't touch anything. I know. I'm not blaming you. I see it playing, though. Yeah, it's weird. It just fired by itself. It's the ghost that's in here. (laughs) It goes to Mrs. Miller. Mm -hmm. Okay, okay, so we, Lori and I, have confess that we really don't like anything about space. We like the sun. We, like, we know we have planets and we know we float. However, we can't ignore that it is the 50th anniversary in five days yes. of the man's first walk on the moon, the Apollo 11. Yes. So there are all these different stories, blah, blah, blah. This is the only one that I found interesting to tell you guys about. All right. It's the improbable story of the bra maker who won the rights to make the astronaut space suits. Oh, this was on CBS Sunday yes, morning? Oh, it was? It was. Yes. It was. It was yeah. Let it me was. tell you. Okay. It's okay. really a great story. It well, it was one of the most underrated technological challenges Ever to figure out how to design really something a man could live inside of a balloon that would have air pressure and oxygen and be able to fight if a meteor hit them hard that would bounce them off and how it, the fingers could be I, flexible I never even, and pliable. Yeah, I've thought about Every, that. And then what the temperatures are. The temperatures, so extreme temperatures. Okay. It had to be from 500 degrees to minus 280 degrees. And because if you're in the shadow of the, of the sun, it's minus 240 degrees. Oh, my gosh. And then the micrometeorite. I mean, we really should just take a moment to. I know. 50 years ago, how little technology. Exactly. There was. Mm-hmm. Exactly. For, from everything, yeah. from fabrics no, to. There's more power this- in your cell phone than there is in the Moonlander. Is that it's, it's right? It's more sophisticated. Your cell phone can be more sophisticated than a lot of the electronics in the... the Isn't that uh, crazy? The moon, yeah. Yeah. Well, Nicholas DeMontchat is okay. the author of this book that came out in 2011 called Space Suit 
fashioning Apollo 11. And so what happened is it had to be pliable. The fingertips had to work because they had to do all this detailed work mm-hmm. and push buttons and walk and and be hit by, they said, 36,000 mile per hour. Um, per hour if you were hit by something you had to be, it had to be able to protect you from that wow. so the spacesuit is actually 21 different layers right and who ultimately won it it says how nasa a vast male-dominated engineering driven organization picked the maker of female undergarments to make one of its most visible and critical pieces of space flight e- equipment ever so what happened is they put up basically an rfp all these government contractors mm-hmm. that were used to working with the government wanted to make the spacesuit um and so they had been working with um because they would have had to made how sure, many of them sure well three to begin with well that. i know but you'd have to have backup oh yeah and so they had people test out this one time it went through blah 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 but it ended up playtex who entered in the first round wasn't invited back to the second round and um they had to, they called and begged, can we please be in on it? Can we please be in on it? And they said, if you want to do it at your own expense, you can submit a suit for us. A prototype. A prototype. Yeah, and they I had six it. weeks to develop and sew its own suit. 21 layers. Um, after Furious briefed it, developed, blah, blah, blah. The suit went head to head with its rivals in a demanding series of side by side tests. So much that the big competitor, the the helmet popped off in one of the tests. Another one, something else happened, but Playtex suit was by far and away the best. And um, the Playtex actually had someone try it out, a football player playing football in it and showed how flexible it was and how it, all the different demands that you needed to do. I ran, I kicked, I punted, I dropped around in the suit and did push-ups. I could bend. It was so flexible. Yeah. No they one could believe that it. Video. Oh, did that? Yes, yeah, so of the guy rolling around in the suit. So yeah. the sewing of the suit was really hard, and they had people that were um, skilled seamstresses that they brought in from the bra division to go over to the industrial division, mm-hmm. which is called ILC Dover. Um, she, this lady says, I was sewing baby pants, and they called me over and said, I want you to work on this thing. But the details had to be so unbelievable in the stitching. Mm-hmm. So it's it's composed of bra and girdle material, including nylon tree cut. Anyway, they got it. They did it. It still is the company that does the suits today. It is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 25% off Playtex bras at JCPenney's this week. My mom swears by Playtex bras. She said, if you need a bra with... Some Stand up. Some, yeah, with some support with some power that's comfortable. That's what you do. Okay, I saw mm-hmm. this yesterday, and if people have just looked at their passports and found out it is expired, you can now have 24-hour passport express How through FedEx. How much does that cost? I'm not telling, but if you're the person who needs <laughs> one... She doesn't know, that's right. <laughs> it's not in the story. <laughs> yeah, because my dad le- lost a passport and had to get it bucks. replaced in 24 hours, Remember and it that? cost him $500. Well, this one says um, it's expensive, but if you need one, you can do it, and you can. Um, it's called a new partnership with FedEx and Rush My Passport. Mm-hmm. So if all these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world, and the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe download and subscribe to uap on any of the major podcasting platforms and you can also find it on uappodcast.com 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. You um, just find out. It's available. Yeah. Anything is and possible. The, and the real ID law is October of 2020. So for your new driver's license, because I thought I was getting a new driver's license this year, and I was like, oh, so you're I, not. I don't. It doesn't expire till next year. Oh, mine is expiring next month. I'll tell you what it looks like. Though. Yeah, so you'll get the get real one. ID. Yeah, yeah but, rush my passport. You are right, Loria. Twenty four hour service, five hundred and twenty nine dollars. Yeah, because that's what my dad. My dad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My dad, and then he was bragging about it, and I'm like, Dad, you shouldn't brag about it. You left it somewhere between Duluth and Minneapolis <laughs> on an airplane. Toby's. Yeah. yeah, I mean, don't brag about the fact that, you know, your friend. He has funny things he brags about. Yeah, well, yeah. I'm like, yeah, it involved Casey driving you around That's in a right. snowstorm, going to that? Walgreens and this, that, oh, and the gosh. other thing, staying at my house and... Yeah, the Greek to dollar ratio. Oh, That's not That's how you want to have to get your passport. But yeah, like if you are going on a trip and, and you look at your passport and it expires in four months, many countries, like for, for sure Mexico, if your passport expires within six months, you can't go or you might not be able to I get didn't back know that, in. Lori. Yeah. All right, that's the good six to know. month thing is a uh, is a real thing. Depending on where you're going, got it. Might not. I don't think for Europe it is, but I remember between Mexico and U.S., it can't be ex- oh. it was expiring within six months. I got to do mine. Yes, right. Donnie, good to you know. do. All right. Next year. So both of us have been on this, yeah. and I don't know if you've been on it as well, Donnie. But um, they're saying when it comes to the world's best travel experiences and architecture cruise. On the Chicago River is near the top of the list. The latest kudos comes from TripAdvisor's recently rolled out Traveler's Choice Awards for the top experiences. Mm-hmm. And at pool of more than 200,000 people um, of tourists, attractions, experiences, um, determined that in this algorithm, blah, 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 but that architecture cruise on the Chicago it's River. It's so fun. Yeah, I it's, take it. It's mm-hmm. so great. I've taken it several times. I have too. I think it's just it's so just good. Relax. It's like, you know, going to Venice and not taking a gondola ride or a Vaporetto ride. I it's didn't just, take one. It's just kind of relaxing. I didn't take one when I was there. You didn't? No. Well, you don't have to take a gondola because they're really expensive, but you can take a Vaporetto, which is a water taxi. I haven't been there since I was 27. <laughs> All right. Fine. Okay. Why <laughs> did the turtle cross the road? Uh, We're not answering. Because an underground tunnel was made it safe to do so now. So there's a spot in Wisconsin that the Wisconsin DNR <laughs> built oh out on Highway 66, a Maybe. tunnel underneath the highway for the turtles. There must be like a wetland to a pond or something. And there there was is. Just, it was just turtle carnage on that And road. the turtles wouldn't go through until they put a mirror on both ends so they could see the light. But so many turtles were killed on that yeah. road. It was becoming a travel hazard yeah. for the turtle and the drivers. Yeah. Nice. All right. So there's a turtle bridge. Okay. By Stevens Point, people. All right. Thank you You're so welcome. much. We're going to find out what's happening on our roads because we know there's always something. Right? There's always something. You'll be able to cross the road <laughs> just like the little turtles. My Talk Traffic is brought to you by Comcast Business. Oh, boy. What is going on with this weird system? Sorry, guys. Hey, everybody.
everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us. So uh, this is just like such exciting news. I can't wait to discuss with my muti when I get off work today. And that is who is going to play Elvis Presley in the Boz Lerman untitled <laughs> movie. Mm-hmm. We don't know what it's about. It's all we know. Okay, so here's what we know. So. And Boz Luhrmann, I mean, he did Moulin Rouge, which is my favorite, one of my favorites. Yeah, he 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 hasn't he he, he could, needs a hit. He does need a hit. He and a Austin hit. Butler, we people are going to get familiar with him if they see Once Upon a Time in Hollywood because he is playing Tex Watson, who is Charles oh, yeah, Manson's right. number one yeah, guy, yeah. who's a was also Ooh. a very charismatic, handsome looking guy. He's playing him in that Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Oh, he is in that movie. Austin okay. Butler is in that movie. Um, so uh, Boz Luhrmann, um, it, it was talking about this. Uh, it is a Warner Brother films. Tom Hanks is playing Colonel mm-hmm. Tom Parker, the guy who discovers young Elvis Presley. And uh, so, anyway, it's going to cover Elvis from being basically... An unknown? Uh, yeah, an unknown problem to global icon seen over 20 years through the prism of his relationship with Colonel Tom Parker. Oh, interesting. Who okay. discovers him when Elvis is like 19. Right. And then Elvis the dies first... at 42. Right. So they're together. And it was a hotly contested role. I mean... Every all I'll name all the people who f- did a film test for Baz Luhrmann, Ansel Elgort from Faults in Our Star, yep. Miles Teller, Harry Styles, G Easy, who was in the uh, Motley Six, yeah, movie he played. Uh, I forget which character. He's a real good-looking guy. Anyway, you know um, Halsey's yep. Halsey's ex. Anyway. Um, And I really didn't even consider, I mean, I love Austin Butler. I loved him as the boyfriend in the Carrie Diaries. Mm -hmm. And I was, I vaguely remember that he got cast, that he would be in this Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. He's only uh, 27 years old. So Boslerman was sort of looking for that like 27 to 32, 33 year old, you know, kind of these actors, they they always can make them look so young with the hair and they really can. And, uh, but. Austin is a, a blonde, but his hair is dark, dyed dark for this Tex Watson, and maybe he's going to do the promo. And right. He's been dating Vanessa Hudgens for eight years. That surprised me. They have been me. together a really long time. And um, anyway, I guess, like, The Iceman Cometh, he got great reviews. He starred opposite Denzel Washington okay. last year. On, and on Broadway? On Broadway. Okay. And he's... He was in the Dead Don't Die, but you know that Jim Jarmusch. But he's sort of like I. I we're ready for his breakup. He's yeah. He ticked yeah. all the boxes. He said uh, Boslerman told Variety, "I knew I couldn't make this movie if the casting wasn't absolutely right." And we searched thoroughly for an actor with the ability right. to evoke the singular natural movement and vocal qualities of this peerless star. Who's totally a blondie. Also the inner vulnerability is. of the artist. So mm-hmm. look at the passion Boz has. Throughout the casting process, it was an honor for me to encounter such a vast array of t- talent. I'd heard about Austin Butler because of the Iceman Cometh on Broadway. Wow, and through a okay. journey of extensive screen testing, music, and performance workshop, I knew I'd found someone who could embody the spirit of one of the world's most iconic musical figures. Mm. 
And he wrote the screenplay, and he's going to direct it. He right. had a co-writer on the screenplay. So, you know, and he really—if you look back—you know—he started out in like '92 with Strictly Ballroom. Yes, I remember then that. Then Romeo and Juliet. Then Moulin Rouge, which was the runaway hit in 2004. Yeah. Then we saw we went to the opening and premiere of Australia. He was in that. He directed it. Directed. Oh, Bob Yeah, Bosler. Bosler. yeah Bosler. Not, 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 no, no, yeah, yeah, these yeah, are yeah. all. Yeah. And then, and he really, he was, did the great Gatsby, but he hasn't done a lot. No, he hasn't. No, so, so he's been is... searching for his Elvis. This is very exciting news. Vanessa Hudgens is over the moon. She's so proud because I, he is movie star handsome. This well, Austin I, I like him as a blonde. I'm looking at these pictures oh, yeah. of him as a blonde. He's hot. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's very, very hot. Speaking of hot. Okay. It's Maluma, Maluma, you know, oh, Medellin, Ma- yeah, the, the biggest, one of the biggest selling Latin artists, you know, Maluma, he got some great casting news, Julia. Uh-huh. What's he going to Okay, be here's, I'm going to give you the, the, the elevator pitch for this movie. Okay. Notting Hill meets the proposal. Love. Okay. He's not going to be in that, is he? Yes, it's going to be. It's this Jennifer Lopez Warner yes. Brother movie called Marry Me. Yes. About a pop superstar played by J-Lo. Of course. Who moments before marrying her rock star fiancé, Maluma, mm. at Madison Square Garden, finds out he was cheating with her assistant and melts down on stage and picks a random math teacher by the name of Owen Wilson <laughs> to marry instead. I love this. And uh, I like the concept. I want one of the movies you? to be good. But I mean, yes, that sounds good. Not I know, but a lot of her things sound I good, know. and they don't. Well, let's see if Hustlers works. But anyway, uh, he, I think Maluma is excellent casting. Even, oh, one hundred percent. And I love the idea of Owen Wilson, at the Butterscotch Stallion, and J Lo locking lips. Big time. And uh, so, anyway, that movie is gonna. Um, uh, you know, start filming this fall. I like so, it. Maluma, see, it paid off for him to be in that video <laughs> with Madonna galloping around Portugal because it, he is Thanks really a good-looking guy, and we've seen him perform on shows, but he isn't broken through to any casting people. Mm-hmm. Now, he has. Now, you were asking about the Aquafina movie? Yeah. The Farewell? This yes, looks, I had this mentioned looks that so before good. the show. Yeah. Okay, so... Here's just a little thing. So that movie has 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. It opened last weekend in four theaters. And its per theater average was almost $90,000, which is $10,000 per theater higher than the Avengers game, which means the Farewell has the highest per theater average of any movie in 2019. (laughs) And it stormed out of the gates at Sundance. Aquafina is in it. It's directed by Lulu uh, Wang. And um, here's what it says. It says that um, Billy's family returns to China under the guise of a fake wedding to stealthily say goodbye to, to their, their grandmother. Yeah. The only person that doesn't know she ha- has only a few weeks to live. The grandmother. Yeah. 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 It looks it and looks it's funny, right? Yes, it's yeah. funny, emotional, deeply moving. And also another movie that speaks to people, you know, who are Chinese, you know, they're mm-hmm. immigrating from uh, China, but they were born here, live yes. here, so they've got a leg in both worlds, you know, blah, blah, blah. It'll be at the Uptown Friday. Yeah. Oh, that looks good. It does look good. And uh, apparently uh, um, the woman who plays uh, the grandmother, mm-hmm. 
She's been acting since she was 16 years old. <laughs> this is her first American movie, and Variety calls her the breakout star, that she is exquisite mm-hmm. as the grandmother, as Nene. Oh, I love it. Yeah. So, anyway, you were, if you're looking for a grown-up movie, it's happening this weekend. We need them because I was looking because tonight's kind of hot out. I thought I'll go to a movie. What a movie. They're all superhero or yep. scary. Yeah. yeah. Or cartoons. Yeah. Well, and let me tell you. We could use one. Yeah. They're kind of like Hollywood is not having a good box office this summer. So and also right. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood opens in two weeks. Right. Yeah. So that's that's a couple of weeks. Did you ever see the Blair Witch Project? No, but I remember talking about it. I remember everything about it. It's the 20th anniversary, you guys. That's unbelievable. Isn't that? Yes. That it was released in 1999 and um, two years. Did you ever see it in the movie theater before all the buzz came out about it? I believe I did. Okay. I believe I went with Casey. And it was in single camera. Because Aunt Marlene was not a big, she didn't like scary movies. Mm -mm. And... um, but I mean, it made like two hundred fifty million dollars, and it was I know, just with like, a, on a budget of a nickel. <laughs> a nickel, yeah. And the directors met as film students in Florida, mm-hmm. and they just had this. Why they, they the actors slept in tents and ate less and less food every day, just as they would have if they were on a real camping trip right. and gotten lost. And so that's why, you know, they didn't have to skin squirrels or anything. But um, anyway, they. They they started the found footage lore and got backlash for it because remember that came out. What was that again? Um, the found footage lore is if it were a true crime, sure. right? It, 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 and it wasn't. Uh, no, it, it wasn't, wasn't true. It wasn't true. But the internet was new, so if you think back, some of the things you go oh, that must be traced on the internet, mm-hmm. just like you know, with the newspapers, you believe what you read. So, and the movie premiered at midnight at Sundance. And all of the actors were described as missing, presumed dead in the promotional material. Okay. Well, that's really bad. Isn't it? (laughs) And they even got IMBD to play along. And the actors' parents started getting condolence calls. Oh, geez. (laughs) Yeah. And the actors got to witness the movie blow up at Sundance, but then they weren't invited to the Cannes screening in that May. And even after people were aware it was just a movie... People thought it was a movie about something that had really happened. Wow. Yeah. That's Not, kind of that's kind of amazing though. Yeah, when you think about that. It has eighty seven percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Mm-hmm. Oh, I have no desire. I know. I Lord, there's so many other t- ways to spend your time. Yeah, I know. Like doing puzzles. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> oh, I started one last night. I love my puzzles. Mm-hmm. All right. It this- is such an easy way just to sit and <laughs> It's so good. Just to you, you Just know, if you're tactical home. and I'm listening to something, you know, and to, no one gets it. You know, yeah. people either they love puzzles or they don't. All your puzzle people right now are just going, I love hell you. yeah, Julia. I love you all, my puzzle people. people because there's a calmingness that oh. happens. There's a reason why parents break out puzzles for kids yeah. or all, in the case of my mom, she would break out the paper dolls. Oh, so we could cut them cut. and color. Yeah. That was the thing that would make us stop fighting that was and calm one. down. That's a good one. Yeah, because the puzzles, we just throw the pieces at each other. Pretty None much. of us were puzzle children or puzzle right. people. Yeah. 
<laughs> we needed our blunt Nobody scissors. Picks. It's like it's like yeah. Remember and with the, the sixty-four round? pack and the oh, crayons. Uh, crayons was everything. The sharpener. Yeah. Oh. All right, listen, we come back. We're going to Hollywood speak. Someone who says she should re-record all her songs and someone else who said the biggest mistake he ever made was dissing this artist. So what are you trying to say? Hollywood! Hollywood speaking! What is the meaning of this? What is the meaning of this? Kelly Clarkson took to Twitter on Saturday. What was she doing? She said... Taylor Swift, just a thought. You should go in and re-record all the songs that you don't own the masters on, exactly how you did them, but put brand new art and some kind of incentive so fans will no longer buy the old versions. I'd buy all of the new versions just to prove a point. Yeah, that's what I was, I was wondering about. Why would people buy the same songs over again? Well, maybe you don't have the... Maybe she does a best of album, yeah. a new best of or something. Hmm. You know, just I think Def Leppard tried to do this. Did they? They tried to do this. They were their old hits. Yeah, Mm. in a contract thing. There Uh might be something in her contract that prevents her from doing that. Because why wouldn't anyone do it? Why wouldn't everyone? Well, because it it? would take a lot of time and a lot of effort and money and money. But the (laughs) thing I would think of is if she did re-record her stuff when licensing came to be, people would want a license from her versus from. Right, you know the old Scotty. Well, Scotty Boone. Kelly Clarkson is firmly on Taylor Swift's side, oh, and it, she owns all. Remember, she had to get out of her American oh, Idol contract. They put her through hell, and so did that Clyde, Clyde Davis. Davis. Yep, yep. Put her through hell in a handbag. All right. Speaking of uh, uh, Taylor Swift, Diplo is covering a magazine I've never heard of called ES Magazine, but whatever. Mm-hmm. It's, they claim they're the magazine. The Enlightened Society. That's right. Mm -hmm. Anyway, uh, Diplo, remember he used to talk about Taylor Swift a lot back in the day. Yes, he did. I think it stemmed from a random tweet about her old flat booty and then it became a thing. (laughs) I think you're right. Yeah. Yeah, there was no reason for it. No. Except for something stupid. uh, And she never said his name, but he said her name a lot about five years ago. Anyway. He also criticized her friend friend group and blah, blah, blah. Anyway, here's what he says. The worst decision of my career was attacking Taylor Swift. Oh, oh wow. Yeah. And I would believe that to be true. Oh, man. Yeah. Why attack someone everybody loves? Yeah. You would never hear Kim Kardashian say that. No. But she did attack her. Yeah. I mean, you would never hear that. No. I mean, she's beloved. I couldn't stand her for a while, I have to admit, because yeah. she bugged me so yeah. bad. But, you know, anyway, we'll... I still remember John Bream from the Minneapolis Star Tribune mm-hmm. coming in here like our first year on the air, telling us he just saw the most delightful musician ever, either at the Minnesota Zoo yeah. or at Mystic Lake. Yeah, I think it was Mystic Lake and it was Taylor Swift. She's just 15 years old, but this girl's got it. She's got Presence, it. Presence. Music, she writes it, she plays yeah. it. I don't remember yeah. I'm sitting in here and She's just be a star. raving. Yeah. Raving about her. Okay, Jennifer Lopez's Nyama Soul subscription box, which is Nyama Soul is an athleisure brand that does leggings. Mm-hmm. Okay. And if you get the subscription box, which costs ninety five dollars, mm-hmm. you'll get a necklace, incense sticks, aviator glasses. Mm-hmm. A pair of leopard print leggings mm-hmm. and butt sheet masks mm-hmm. from the, Body Beauty. Okay, the Hollywood speak on that is we knew about this new <laughs> order box last week. Yeah. Yeah. And because not enough people ordered it, the headline says you get the butt. What's the headline? 
uh, her subscription box box includes butt masks. Yep, because that's the headline. Because no one ordered it to shape your beauty's derriere with tone firm, glowing, and perfectly hydrated butt skin. Because mm-hmm. I don't know about you guys, what? but I have been worried <laughs> about hydrating my. So you have to lay down arse. on your stomach, yeah. and you have to take the mask off its juicy sheet, and then you put it over your butt, and you lay there for twenty minutes. Please oh, put on. a little lotion on and call it a day. <laughs> I know. Put on a little micro over some lotion. What if you have butt knee? Does then it help do with some that acne stuff? What if you got butt knee? Then you wash more. <laughs> Buttony is caused from sweating. Yeah. Sweating is, you know, when you sweat too much, when you, like I was doing the hot yoga mm-hmm. and I was getting a rash between my breasts yeah. just from the pure sweat. Yeah. And it's kind of like a fungus actually is mm. what, no, I know it sounds, yeah. but, but people have it on their backs or on their butts. Right. Or whatever you had. I had it in my cleavage because I would just drip sweat. And by the time I got home and got my gross wet bra off and the wet clothes, yeah. it started to develop. So they, I used like a, um, Dr. Crutchfield gave me some sort of like an athlete foot kind of fungus stuff to use. Oh. And that's what got rid of it. So if anyone's having that sweaty, right. the sweaty Because this acne, just wants to give you a glowing, tone firm, no. hydrated butt. How you can do that is working out. And yeah. putting lotion on your derriere. It doesn't see the sun, usually. It's like the most it's hydrated the fre- place. Yeah, it's the freshest skin. Look at your skin there. That's what the, it's taut. You know, there's no sagging. Yeah. I mean, really, from the skin texture, yeah. you might sag because right. it's big, but right. whatever. Right. All the right. dimples, those are extra. Know. People know that you earn those. Yeah. <laughs> if you've got a couple dimples, Try a little smiley face. That's a happy Ooh, butt. That's a good idea. I mean, people are so bummed out about dimples and everything. Yeah. Own it. Own it. There you go. Own it. Okay, Kim Cattrall. What is she doing, our Again? Samantha from uh, Sex and the City? I know it. That show has been over for 15 years. Has it been people that are still long? asking Kim Cattrall about it. She Why was, can't we have more? She was on a red carpet on uh, somewhere on Sunday and. Uh, she was asked, hey, Kim, any chance you'll be in another sex Why in the city Why did they even movie? ask? Did she throw really. something at him? Here's what she said. Never. It's a no for me. You learn lessons in life, and my lesson is to do work with good people and try and make it fun. Woo! Wait a minute. Work with good people? Oh, no. You know mm-hmm. how she feels about the yeah. staff. Yeah, she's getting very but good at her shady shade, I will say. She's just owning it now, Lori. Yeah, she is just owning she's it just now. She's just owning it instead of BSing, BSing, BSing. I think the Hollywood speak on that is that Kim Cattrall is so bitter that her agent didn't fight harder for her. She blames SJP that she got paid more because she was executive producer. There you go. She should have had an agent fighting harder. Samantha was the character that was right. taking off her clothes. She was. I would have, I would have had a balls to the wall agent that would have made me get some kind of concession, so I would have made money and stop blaming SJP. Oh, Lori, I like the way you just tore that down. Yeah, thank you. Michael Patrick King basically confirmed that is what the beef is about. Yeah, that she was not, bitter that she took not off her clothes. SJP's fault that she had a better deal. That's like that's how I right. Feel around- like, if you get paid more than someone else, it's not your fault you negotiated more vacation or yeah, more of this. Right. 
Um, okay, apparently Scarlett Johansson wants to be play a Japanese tree. She's <laughs> yeah, uh, a bonsai. Yeah, a bonsai. A bonsai. Mm-hmm. This is uh, for a magazine called As If. As If. As If anyone would say this, she said, "You know, as an actor, I should be able to play any person or any tree or any animal because that's my job and the requirements of my job." Because she was asked about film casting, if you remember, uh, she was cast as a Japanese character in a bad movie called Ghost in the Shell, and she yes. defended and defended it. So now she's saying she wants to be cast as a Japanese bonsai tree. She'll damn well do it. Nice. And then her publicist, who wrote a statement for her, saying the magazine people Got it edited it for clickbait and is widely <laughs> taken out of context. Of course. You know what? I don't believe you, Scarlett Johansson. You want to know She what? double downs on the snotty. She yeah. dub, She triple downs on the snotty. Mm. And if you remember, the new guy that she's engaged to, Colin, or what's his Colin name? Colin Yost. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Be careful. Yeah, be She said careful. she does not think monogamy is not in her. Yeah. I don't believe in it. I believe is clearly what she said. Yeah, she also said, um, um, I think society would be more connected if we just allowed others to have their own feelings and not expect everyone to feel the way we do. How do we feel? (laughs) What? I know it. I know it. I I think, Scarlett, you should just own your words and, you know, good luck getting cast as a Japanese bonsai tree. We'll support it. We'll support Mm -hmm. your desire to play that all the way. We won't Have go fun. see the movie. No. But, all right, listen. Arigato. Yeah. Arigato. Arigato. <laughs>